0: Book of Luke, chapter 2. In fact, the story I'm going to give is from verse 21 to 38. It is when Jesus was brought to the temple, and that is part of Christmas. It is very, very important to bring your children before the Lord at such a time. 21 on the eighth day when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus. The name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. When the time of purification according to the law of Moses had been completed. Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of dove or two young pigeons Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. You keep on hearing righteous and righteous. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, thank God. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he will not die before he had seen the Lord Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple court. When the parent brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of require of the law required, Simeon took him into his hands, his arms, and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you will now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people Israel. The laws, the child's father and mother marvel at what was said about him. Then Simeon placed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own and soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asha. She was very old. She had lived with her husband and seven, seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying night and day, fasting and praying, coming up to them, At that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, uh, to their own town of Nazareth. Say amen to this long passage. This is when the child Jesus was brought into the temple. The eighth day, every male child is always circumcised. The circumcision is a seal of a covenant God gave to Abraham when he met him in Genesis. So every Jewish-born child, when you are a male, you are circumcised, and at the eighth day, uh, putting you into the covenant, making you a covenanted son or child of God. So the Jewish always uh, sometimes they even tease them, they we call them uncircumcised uh, 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 gentile. The gentile call them uncircumcised, uncovenanted people. So, Jesus' parent obeyed the laws, did exactly what? uh, Because Jesus was born as a Jew. And he must fulfill the laws and everything. So, he went through all that. Then after that, you have to take the child to the church. They took the child to the church to be dedicated like how we brought Uh, they brought these children to be dedicated because they have to bring him to the Lord and give him to the Lord Uh, the time in which they were were not a very good time where uh, they had their own freedom they were under the Romans so they were crying for salvation somebody who will come and deliver them then they can have their freedom to do and to serve whatever they want to serve. So every Jewish, sometimes they pray this prayer, oh God, we want to see your salvation. They will always pray for the consolation of Israel. It's a prayer every Jew pray. So Simeon was always praying Then God spoke to him that you Simeon, you will not die you will see what you are praying. Your prayer shall be answered. Some people say Simeon grew up to one, the tradition put it that he was 113 years. But I don't know. It's tradition. Sometimes delaying and praying the same prayer all the time, and you find out that age is catching up. Will God do what he told me? Is it possible for me to see what God has said? Here it is, the spirit of the Lord. God has spoken to him that you are going to see that person. What your prayers will be answered. And you see, age is catching up like Zachariah. Then, no matter how long it keeps God will answer. Once is the spirit of God that spoke, he will also fulfill it. So, he was waiting, and that day when they brought Jesus to the temple, he also went there and took Jesus in his hands. Oh, I love that. The consolation of Israel. That means the Messianic hope. They are waiting for somebody who will come and bring salvation to Israel. And the salvation, their cry was salvation for Israel. I said, and God told him that you will not die until you see the salvation. And let me tell you, never die without being saved. One key word is that nobody should die without salvation. The desire of God for man is that every man must know him before he dies. Every man must receive him, the salvation of Christ, before he dies. And that is a missionary prophecy and every one of us must do all our best to preach that gospel to everyone that you ought not to die until you see the salvation of the Lord. I hope you're getting me. And one of the prayers that most Israel pray is that they will see the consolation of Israel. They will see the salvation of Israel. He was a man who was led by the Spirit of God. Simeon was a man who was led by the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Believers are supposed to be led by the spirit of God. Christians are supposed to be led by the spirit of God. It is only the spirit of God that can lead you to the things of God. The Bible said in the scriptures that nobody knows the mind of God except the spirit of God nobody knows the will of God except the spirit of God the same way nobody knows any man except the person's spirit so if you want to know the will of God you need to join yourself to God's spirit and this man joined himself to the spirit of God and because of that God revealed his will and purpose his son to him So, he was a man of the spirit. I love him. He is a man who is always led by the spirit. He was also taught by the word of God. Because the word had been written that there will one day be a savior who will come to this world. So, he also knew God's word and knew that this is what God's word is saying. And the spirit of God said, what has been written by the prophesied by the prophet, you, Simeon, you will see it in your time. He was privileged to see this salvation. And I thank God that you are also privileged to see what? The salvation of the Lord. All that God will say that just be still and know my salvation. And that is very, very important that no one that you know should die without knowing and seeing the salvation of the Lord. In your offices, in your homes, in your car, anybody you meet, I want you to introduce the salvation of the Lord. The person should not go Without knowing the salvation of the Lord. Then, when he went to the place, he took the baby in his hand and Simeon praised the Lord. He praised the Lord and he started giving him praises and saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant. In peace. If you die without Christ, you haven't died in peace. This is very difficult. I know people will say, Prophet, what are you saying? I'm saying it from my Bible. No matter how poor you have lived on this earth, if you die in Christ, it may be a disease, it may be pain, you may go through some pain before you die. You haven't, you've died in peace. But what cut you between the physical world and the next world, there's peace waiting for you. And that is why we have to place salvation highly above everything. Salvation should be placed. Highly above position. Salvation should be placed. Highly above money. Salvation should be placed. Highly above. Whatever a car. A house. A position. A school education certificate. Salvation should be placed above it. You may not understand me. But after all. doing How many people went with their certificate to hell. When they died with that certificate, you can't do anything there. I remember my late, my good friend, late friend, he gave me a story. He said, somebody owe somebody. And the guy said, don't pay this money to anybody. Even if I'm dead, I'm dead. Put that money in my descent and bury me. I don't want anybody to touch it. So, the person died. And he wrote a check. And put the check. Two million dollars into the casket. He said, crotch Go with the money. (laughs) A dead man with a check, nothing. The money still belongs to the living. And I know the man knows that the check I've issued will never be cashed. So, most of us are living our lives like that. Going with checks to our griefs. Piling up everything there, thinking that when I go with my check inside there, I can cash it. That place, the blood of Jesus, is the only thing we know. so may God help us and we who are saved may we see our salvation very precious sometimes the world makes us see that what we have is nothing but that is the number one thing what shall it profit a man if he gains the entire world and loses his own soul I believe that Man must make it on this earth. But making it on this earth without Christ is nothing. If you have this principle in you, you will walk honestly before God. You will walk greatly before God. So Jesus was presented as a child there and great things happened. Simeon, now ready to die, was happy. And said, God, I have nothing to leave here for. I have finished. What I want to see is my salvation. And he went, maybe he went to heaven in, in joy. While he was doing it, Hannah, and I'm just greatly unhappy about Hannah. It looked like about 43 references to women, uh, you can see 43 women references. In the Bible. And out of that look alone record twelve. And Anna is one of them. And Anna is one of them. And Anna. Simply mean grace. Grace has come. Anyone. You you see the prophecy he prophesied. He said, he shall be, oh, I love this, what he said. He said, for my eyes have seen the salvation you have prepared for me in the sight of all people. A light for what? Revelation toward the Gentiles. This was not in the book of a Jew. A light of what? A light for what? For revelation to who? The Gentile and the glory of your people Israel. It's not only for the Israelites, it is also a light for a revelation to the Gentiles, the Gentiles who think they are cut off from God, this is here the Lamb that will show them the way to that God, and exactly that is what Jesus came to do, and he prophesied. Oh, then when he ended with the praise, then he started prophesying, and he prophesied. I love his prophecy. The child is not a good prophecy to some of us, and the child father and mother marvel at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, "This mother, his uh, his mother, the child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many in Israel. He is a child that have come." And he is cause for the stum- like a stumbling block, uh, rock, the falling and the rising of many in Israel, because many shall not believe. It will be too simple for some of them to believe, and because of that, most of them will not. Some of them will not believe. Those who, some of them will also believe. So he will be a division. And truly, in his life, some did not believe him. Even till today, some Jews even think that <laughs> it's a story. This prophetic word has come, but as many as believe in him, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. Oh, Hannah was a prophetess. A prophetess. She entered. She was married for is it seven years, isn't it? Then the husband died. In those days, widows are not like these days, widows. when you are a widow you are a widow but you your life is around the man your existence is around the man the woman didn't have property it is the husband if the man dies there's nothing like the law will operate here that property goes to another man. If not, you could, you lady can also be a property if you want. So, Anna dedicated her life. She didn't say, my husband is gone. My future is finished. So, I will throw my hand on my head and that's my life. No, she said, look, if that man is gone, the God I'm serving is alive. So I am going to stick my life to that God I am going to serve him with all my life. I might not have somebody to wash my things. I might not have somebody who could fight for me, but I'm going to hang on God. God is going to be my husband, my friend, my everything. I am going to walk with him. Look, no matter what condition you are, don't throw in the towel. Don't think that you are left alone. At this Christmas, if you've lost a husband, if you've lost a wife... Don't think that that is the end. Hold on to God. Keep on to God, for God will be closer to you than ever. Sometimes such times bring memories, especially if of lost loved one, and that's where we do gathering. And you gather and you feel that the person who you used to come to, the family garden, is no longer there. It brings some memory. But today, I want to encourage you. shape up that memory to Christ. He's born. You are now in the house of the Lord. The baby is in your hand. For he is the consolation. Whatever you're going through he is the comfort of your heart. He will take you and keep you. Preserve you and take you to wherever you're going. I pray for you. Christmas is what I'm talking about. Hannah dedicated her time to God. Praying day and night. And that day, Hannah appeared at that place. And this woman was a widow of 84 years who did not depart from the temple but serve God with fasting and prayer night and day. Don't let the devil or death even make you unemployed. As a believer, you have something to do all the time. Don't feed on things that will discourage you in life. Now feed on things that will encourage you. The child, Jesus, is brought out to bring joy. If you're a widow today, you are remembered. There is a widow who is remembered in Christmas, and that widow is called Anna. And Anna, some of us are here, some I'm not married. I have nobody to spend Christmas with no Anna did not just run away to go and do whatever he liked he dedicated all Like Christmas is not a time to go and find a boyfriend or a girlfriend to sleep with it's a time of prayer, it's a time of dedication it's not even a time of fowls uh, eating, meat eating It is a time of dedicating your life to God. I want you throughout this week and this month to the end of the year, I want you to be in a Christmas mood like Hannah. And every day praying, looking for the future, the consolation of the future. Praying and fasting, knowing that you're going to enter next year with great things and mighty things. Jesus is born. And now may the Spirit quicken your heart to understand the Christmas. Christmas is not only a celebration. Christmas is a person that we are celebrating. Sometimes we forget about the person, and now we concentrate on the celebration. Today it is because of the person that is why we celebrate. Today it is because of Jesus that is why Anna, Anna, and 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 Simeon spoke. And today, you too will speak on behalf of your family. God bless you. We have come with old-